Right now, sports lawyer Zolomar Javu joins me on the line. Um, he's been following and tracking this. He had an opinion the last time about it, and you all reacted to it. But my Javu, good evening. Good evening, Matlopot, and good evening to my wonderful uh, listeners. I hope all of us are staying safe and heeding all the protocols. Protocols are important, both in terms of the pandemic. Protocols are important legally as well. Judge Jay Wendell came through firing this morning. Give me your impressions about what you found in that report or that judgment. Firstly, it came absolutely to me as no surprise at all. And I am happy and vindicated that you also heard it from my senior advocate, Arantze himself, because on your show, I did warn that it's going to end the way it ended today. But having said that, there are two big takeaways for me. Firstly, she confirmed and reaffirmed that matters of football ought not to be a long-running court drama. And that is what she says in the very first line on page two of that judgment. That's the first thing. Secondly, at the heart of all of these things that we're talking about, is whether or not the award of Epstein SC stands or does not stand. If we agree that it stands, as I said and as the judge found, that is the end of the matter. Because until it is overturned by a review court, there is nothing you can do about it. All of these other side shows are exactly that, and I call them that with the greatest of respect to my colleagues. It's a bit is not online, but I did say, what is it about footballing decision that you guys are not happy with? Because it is that that ought to have been challenged. That is the first takeaway. So she reasserted the finality of arbitrations as the alpha and the omega in football matters as per the rules written by, by the 32 clubs themselves, it goes all the way to CAF, it goes all the way to FIFA, and I dare say it also goes all the way to CAF. I'll come back to that. The second issue, she confirmed that there is nothing to suspend. There is nothing to be suspended. Remember, whether you like abstain decision or not, the only way in which you can attack it or challenge it is on a very narrow basis of a review. Advocate Aaron has already told you the test. Now, as matters stand now, the decision by Sutherland stands until the SCA rules otherwise. We all know that by the time the SCA gets to hear this matter, this that they are talking about suspending in the Mabuza letter that I saw earlier. It's going to be academic because the leak is going to kick off in two or three weeks' time. And by the time the matter is yet in the SCA, if we're lucky, we're looking at three months down the line. The SCA may take another month or two to consider its judgment. If this is not the kind of matter that the SCA will deal with, the kind of agency that Royal AM would want. And I'm not being disrespectful to that. It is a fact. You remember, Rob, mm. six weeks ago when we had this discussion, I asked uh, that Mabuza said, my brother, have you heard from the SCA? And he said, 
no, it's not important what they say. And I said, but that is the body to which you are petitioning. And if they are inclined to hear this matter on the agency that we are talking about, by now they would have given you directions in terms of who must file when. And I'm sure you remember that. Yeah. And I also the, remember the part where you talked about honoring the fixtures because you gave the advice that said, why not honor the fixtures even if you honor them uh, but under appeal, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but now we, uh, we're seeing charges now for failure to honor fixtures. In, in fact, actually, that was free advice because I knew exactly what I would have done had I still been occupying my old position. Because... On that very afternoon, they would have received a charge sheet, regardless of what the courts say. The fact of the matter is you are a member. You are my member. You mm-hmm. joined me voluntarily. Here are the rules to which you contributed, to which you can still contribute if you do not like how they are wedded. They would have faced charges on the first fixture they missed, the second, the third, and whatever number of fixtures that they missed. And they would have been sanctioned for that. So I suggested that play your fixture, honor them. It does not mean by honoring those fixtures, you are forfeiting your right. And the argument from them went something like this. If we do so, we will ourselves be in contempt. There was no contempt. And Judge Windel said there was no contempt even for the league. So if there was no contempt for the league, there could not have been contempt for them. They could not be the contempt now when they are the complainant. So you are basically saying to a member, I mean the league, an association of which you joined voluntarily, saying, if you say I must go play, I have the right to disregard that instruction. It's not a polite way of saying, Rob, please show up. It's an instruction to honor a fixture. And it happened exactly that. They went to the stadium. Why go to the stadium if you didn't want to play? Maybe they were advised to abandon the game. I don't know. I don't speak for them. But the other party that rocked up in terms of the rule book, you know, the, the whistle was blown. You kick this way, kick that way, 3.3 mil. That's it. Mm-hmm. Now, the unfortunate part is, as matters stand now, they, I'm told they have now been someone before the league. So they run the risk of being sanctioned for those three matches. They've lost those points. And the consequences could be severe. One of the open uh, sanctions that is there in the rule book could be expulsion. It's serious. It's not something that you play around with. I'm not talking about the cost orders and the money advocate Arons has covered that. But as matters stand now, you still have to account for three charges. And the basis of them not honoring those features was on their assertion, they said that if they do so, they'll be in contempt of a Nati order. And Judge Winder clearly tells you that Nati's order, as I said, breathed, took its last breath on the 18th of June when he dismissed the application for leave to appeal his reasons. And that is why the league, in fairness to it, did not proceed on the 12th when they could have easily proceeded because there was nothing stopping them to. But in an exercise of an abundance of caution, they didn't do so. But on the 19th, there was nothing stopping the league from going ahead as it did. And similarly, Royal was obliged to honor that fixture as they should have. And they didn't do so. And you are now sitting in a situation where by the time the SEA hears this matter, 
if it will end up hearing the matter. The league could have started and the, the outcome would be academic. And that is the further risk that I think Royal is running. Saturday, I, I am told they, they, they've got to sit through the, the DC case. And you're saying that it is within that DC case where they have to be then accountable for the games that they did not pitch up for. Who, who then gets to instruct if it does come to the issue of the club being expelled from the league in its entirety? That's a good point. Uh, the functions of a disciplinary committee are circumscribed in the rule book. And it is open to the DC. But when it comes to expulsion, and I'm not saying they will be expelled, when it comes to expulsion, all a DC is empowered to do is to recommend. But the power to expel rests with the board of governors. So those 32 club chairmen, and I did that in the case of Mabupani Yam Masters, if your memory can mm. cast that far back. So what happened was, the prosecutor and I said, because of this misconduct, they need to be shown the door. But whether or not I had the final say was not within my power. The matter then went to the BOG and all 31, because obviously the Mabupani Yam Masters chairman wouldn't vote for the expulsion. But 31 others voted unanimously. So the power to expel rest with no other than the Board of Governors, pursuant to a recommendation by the DC of the League to say this particular member must be expelled. So if Saturday the recommendation by Nandi Becker is that of expulsion, then how soon do they convene as the BOG to then make that final decision? The recommendation has been made by Nande Becker, and he must persuade the DC, which is three independent members. Assuming that they are convinced and they rule so, it is something that will have to go before the BOG, and the notice convening the BOG will be in accordance with the statutes, and I think they require no more than seven days' notice. They can even truncate it and they condone the short notice, which is what happens. In, 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 in normal meetings. If you are supposed to give seven days, but because of the nature of the issue, you give a period shorter than the one that is preordained, at the beginning of the meeting, you'll have members who have the power to condone to say, we have given three days instead of four days or seven days. Do we as members condone that truncated notice? If they agree, then that is it. They, they condone it and then they, they discuss the matter and they, they, they take a vote the majority says yes, then that is it. That's as quickly as it can happen. But all of this are based on the assumption that one, they would have been successfully prosecuted and the DC would have returned a guilty verdict. And when it comes to the sanction, a sanction of expulsion would have had to be recommended to the BOC. Just as a final take out of this, and I'm sure it's not the last time I'm going to be chatting to you this week um, on, on, on these issues, just a final take from, from you in terms of where you see this all ending, because we can speculate all we want, but we don't have the knowledge and in-depth knowledge that you have. And just to ask you to speak directly onto your mouthpiece, please, uh, just to sum it up for us in terms of as fans who are now keen to get football back and not keen to be going and listening to court issues? Notionally, it is open to Royal to go up to the SCA, to also go up to the Constitutional Court 
and it is also open to them to go to CAS. But if they were to go to CAS, I can bet my bottom dollar that uh, CAS will not spend as much time as we had spent on this matter because the unfortunate part is that if it goes to CAS, Swiss law becomes operational, not even South African law, and that is the unfortunate part of it. But mm. uh, for now, we have to wait for the SCA to make a pronouncement. But when all of this is unfolding, there is absolutely nothing in my view stopping the league from kicking off on time, on schedule, and let what happens happen. And, and, and the advice to the league would certainly be, and I'm sure their legal advisors have advised them to proceed, because there is nothing as matters stand stopping them from kicking off. So the fans can rest assured that the league will kick off unless there is a fresh application for an interdict that may conceivably be launched by Royal AM. When that happens, then it will become a different matter which we can have a conversation about. But much of I want to thank you. As I said, there are very few people that can do what you do as well as do what uh, Advocate Norman Aronson did earlier. And that's to simplify very difficult uh, wording and um, legal say. I thank you so much, Baba, for your contribution, and we hope to chat soon. I will always be available for Metro, my brother, and uh, it is what it is. But uh, there is nothing stopping the league from kicking off. Nice one. Thank you so much. Uh, that sports lawyer, Zolama Javu, says is always available for Metro FM as well as Radio 2000's Marawa Sports Worldwide to break down all of these legal issues. And as you said, uh, well, he said that, um, you know, it, it's something that could lead, and that's how serious it can get to expulsion. Then all 32 have got to take a vote, um, obviously, which will mean 31 in the end. And uh, it is crazy. But thanks once again.